When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My talkers, it is Thursday, August 26th. You'd think we'd be down at the fair with how beautiful it is right now, but unfortunately a little rain came through and changed our plans. But until then, we're hanging out at the studio today, and we, Lori and Julia will be back with you guys tomorrow to hang out, so be sure to come down and see them then. Yeah. And it's prim- we promised it wasn't because we were pulling a diva move. No, it wasn't. Everybody's phones went off at the same time at the fair <laughs> at about one. Lightning Two o two. It was yeah. just like, and it, and it did get like ominous oh, looking. Unbelievable. All right. So yeah. Miranda Lambert, we just were talking to yes. John Bream about. How about um, that? What he had to say about her, the most important woman in country, country music, music in the last 15 years. Which I thought was amazing. So here's. Because a, of her songwriting. Yeah. Here's yeah. a little bit more about mm-hmm. Miranda Lambert. So how she kind of got um, started. Here's. I'm just going to go through the facts. Okay. She okay. experienced homelessness as a child. Um, her mom and dad had a private investigation investigator business and it faltered so they had to move to a quaint farmhouse on her uncle's property oh dear let me hollywood speak quaint it was like a ramshackle they had to work hard to make it livable but that was the inspiration for hit song the house that built me wow Mm -hmm. i got that song if you want to hear a little bit no i wish i was going to miranda she's beautiful she does have a beautiful voice she's named after a great grandmother lucy miranda she's irish and native she has irish and native american mm-hmm. ancestry she always has a knife near her while on stage and this is from her concerts where people do the beach balls that irritate the crap out of her and she likes to pop them <laughs> oh she good hates for her. beach balls that i much. wouldn't want beach balls thrown I at love me y'all, either but, i love y'all but we're not at the damn beach she'll say yeah <laughs> um in middle middle school she was voted most likely to become a country singer um she Used to collect bells, but now she collects salt and pepper shakers and famously has a 55 Chevy with an Airstream. Salt and pepper is a gift from a fan. She's owned her 55 Chevy that you've seen in her videos, videos or yes. album covers. I feel like she and Blake posed in uh, on the back of that pickup when for they got a married. wedding photo yes. with bales of hay. They yes. look so cute yep. and happy. Mm-hmm. Her, her pickup truck is named Tammy. She's had it since she was 17 years old. She'll never sell it. Mm-hmm. She recorded her first demo at 16 years old, but felt the songs were too poppy for her. The experience prompt, prompted her. She was completely frustrated to learn how to play guitar. And she learned how to play guitar and pen her own tunes because someone's writing them. Because what she did is she 
Um, first enchanted people in a reality singing competition, Nashville star oh, in yeah. 2003. Yeah. I remember that show as a child. She was extremely shy and quiet. Well, that's what, you know, John Graham talked about her stage stage presence. She has 20 animals and counting eight dogs, five cats, five horses, two rabbits. So that just tells me right there when people have a lot of animals, they're they get more, a lot com- of- no, they're more comfortable in the company of animals than people right. because they don't talk. Right, Lori. So I really believe the that. stillness there, yeah. The, the about the shyness that he. I wonder if she's got any surprise people showing up with her tonight. Well, maybe. Well, her maybe her cop boyfriend. No, or he's husband. her husband. No, I don't know. No, well, I, I mean, was thinking singer. that about. I was thinking about Marin Morris tomorrow night because she just did this duet with her husband. He's going to be there. I and think they're so. going to sing that song I think together, so too. and everyone who's there on a date is just going to sigh and kiss each other. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> um, has, you know, musical tastes that are completely diverse. You know, mm-hmm. she likes everyone from Mariah Carey to Beyonce to rock bands to Auto Slave, whoever they are. Mm-hmm. She wore a mother's wedding dress when she married fellow country star Blake Shelton in May of 2011. They are one of those couples who had to get married to break up. Yeah. Their, their they relationship. Each other's. He was married when he met her, wasn't he? Yes, and but yeah. and she was young. She was like twenty or twenty one. Yeah. He was like twenty nine and married. So by the time she left him, nine years later, right? Uh, you know, she she was like uh, you know basically thirty, right? And she was like she didn't want what he had to offer her. You know what I mean? She had so they got married to get divorced. You know, to break up. I hate, it happens. I hate saying that I believe you. That's true. But it is. I did it once. Yeah. Yeah. You, I did it. Yeah. Was My it? My first husband. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to get married. And right? I was like, the only way we're ever going to break up is I'm, we're going to get married and then we're going to get divorced. I mean, I didn't consciously think that, but that it maybe. In hindsight, you kind of think that way. In the back of my mind, right? it was just like, you know, and same thing. We were together like nine years mm-hmm. and. But no one was married or anything. But he was married and he was older. Blake and Shelton she was, was probably in awe of him. Oh, I bet. All that six foot four lusciousness mm-hmm. or however tall he is. I can see how you would be blinded mm-hmm. by Blake Shelton. Yes. we um, And I don't mean to interrupt. We yeah. do have a really cool Miranda Lambert story from a listener. Oh, if I want to hear it real quick. Yeah. Renee is on the line and she has a really kind of unique story about it. All right. Hey, Renee. Hi, Julia. Hi, Lori. Hi. Um, I, my sister... Um, she did something a little different. She she likes to bling things up like vases or whatever, and she loves Miranda. And so anyway, one day she went and got like a like a crappy guitar at like a garage sale or sure. something like that. And she blinged it all up. She put all these little half um, stones or whatever all over it. It's beautiful. And um, she also put um, Casa Rosa, which is Miranda's new restaurant, and she sent it to Miranda. Has never met her or anything. She's just a fan. She sent it to her, and uh, along with a note. And um, when they had the opening of the restaurant, here in the front window at the opening of that restaurant was the guitar from my sister, along with the note in the front window. Oh, oh my gosh! How and, and that I read about her restaurant in People magazine. Is that in like Nashville? Yes, and People magazine covered it, and they had like it looks like a really cool restaurant. And I wonder oh. if that photo was in People magazine. I think it was. I, I think, think it was. was. Because, yeah. So if you look closely, you oh. can see the guitar, and it says 
then you look up even higher and or right by it, and there's the note that my sister had sent to Miranda um, when she sent her the guitar. Well, so, and they never they never told her that it was yeah. Gonna, that they gift. were putting it in the restaurant right. or anything. Yeah, they it don't just, need to. You know, she saw it, and then it was like, oh, my gosh, that's my guitar I sent her. Are okay, you gals really going cute. to the concert tonight? No, we're not. My sister actually she lives in um, Canada now. Oh, so, okay. Um, but, you know, she's not. But, um, yeah, it was kind of, that was a very exciting um, yes. thing. Yes. I just cried and everything. Yeah. I'm, you know, you can go online and just took a 3D tour of Casa Rosa yeah. Nashville. That was very smart of your sister to put Casa Rosa spelled no out kidding. on the guitar to really, you know what I mean? Personalize yeah, and she, it. And she did it in the same font oh, that they word. have, for, that she has for her restaurant. Okay, the and clever her, sister. That's yes, so smart. Well, thank oh. you, honey, for calling us. That is a great story. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Bye. Yeah. Now have fun at the fair tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> we will. We will be there tomorrow. I know it. All right. So, um, and basically, though, Lori, she is a writing wonder. Yeah. You know, like what John Breen said. Yeah. But she's just shy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I like I'm glad that, that I, I like know Miranda about, better. I now. like knowing about that guitar too because I'm going to look for it. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. such a cool thing. Ooh. Thanks. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so if you're wondering what to celebrate today besides the first day of the Great Minnesota Get-Together, um, it's National Dog Day. Woof, woof. Yes. Ruff, ruff. Yes. You say woof, woof. I say ruff, ruff. Uh-huh. And I'm Grant, always a littler dog. I'll go bow wow. Yeah, you go there you bow because you, you have the big <laughs> dog. Okay, ruff ruff. Bow wow. That was your cue, Grant. <laughs> bow wow wow. Yippee yo yippee yay. Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> there you go. But the other thing that people um, should know about today to celebrate is it's National Toilet Paper Day. What? And I have some toilet paper facts for you. Julia, uh-huh. she loves every opportunity to talk all around the anus. I'm honest <laughs> to Pete that you even just said that out no, loud. No, you do. You love getting down and dirty with the booty. Oh, I'm going to put on some booty booty right 2021. me up. How about Hootie Fest? Oh, I got I got a little note. Yes, say Hootie Fest 2022. That's right. Right around the corner. Booty Fest. Booty, more booty. like it. That's what it's no going to be. If no you're kidding. lucky. If, It'd if, be booty fest instead of hootie fest. <laughs> oh. Bring all your condoms. <laughs> oh, stop, Lori. Yeah, this is, I'm trying to be like, it. we're right at the fair. Oh, wait. Because I would be giving you, you, you know, be, I get kind of crazy. Lori gets rowdy in front of a crowd. Yeah. And I get shy. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, well, the only reason I live by myself, but I go through an exorbitant amount of toilet paper. I've noticed hey, again, nobody has any interest in. This no, I'm going to tell you some toilet paper. I love you. <laughs> again, no one cares. Grant, I'm going to pull I'm up listening. our YouTube stream to see if you're listening. No, because no. you could be lying to me. Because Lori's texting you. Don't oh, listen no, he's to Julia. Texting somebody or yeah, talking to somebody. Nobody wants this. No. Is, yeah, unless who do you think invented toilet paper? Oh, like somebody in Wisconsin. No, <laughs> no, it was the Chinese. The Chinese invented in the 6th century A.D. Thank goodness. And in 1393, the court ordered that no fewer than 720,000 sheets be made to keep the royal toilets clean. 
That's the equivalent of 26,000 miles yeah. of toilet paper. Yeah. About 4 billion okay. people in the world don't use toilet paper. Julia, I, how many ways do I have to tell you I'm not that listening we to don't you. want to have this conversation? <laughs> and when I say we, I'm speaking for the collective radio audience. I disagree. Podcast audience. I no. disagree. Julia, I, people are uncomfortable You want to talk right about now. Jeff Bezos' rocket being a new um, a toy? I thought we could Hollywood speak. Is that a rocket in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> I don't know. So did Jeff Bezos, you know, Blue Origin. Uh, I told you it looked like the biggest dildo in the world. I mean, if that guy doesn't have little D syndrome, he built his rocket to look like a big, huge penis. Right <laughs> down no to the mushroom cap. No one wants to talk cap. about this now. No, this There's is... There's children in the car uh, listening to right down to the mushroom Listen, cap. Yeah, I mean, children know <laughs> about penises. You know, I mean, you, you have that conversation about your little tails that everybody has or doesn't have. <laughs> You know, no. you're the one who brought up that. Uh, so here's the deal. So this this is a the, rocket ship that you can build, Lori. Yeah, this is Hollywood speak. This guy wants to just show everyone his big rocket, and we don't care. We already know you got all the money. Now we got to look at your big rocket <laughs> and all your phallic little weird issues you haven't resolved yet. I'm so glad I came to work today. (laughs) I really, I really didn't need to. Is what I'm finding out. Well, I mean, I could have, I could have gone to work. Did you pick out the toilet paper thing because we were at the fair and you thought food, fair, toilets, pooping? This will be good. I mean, is that where you're? Is that how you got to that? I just am not willing to talk to you anymore. (laughs) So I think you and Dan should talk. I'm thinking about it. You know, like it's just how appetizing that is. You know, hey, let me tell you a good toilet paper fact. I absolutely hate her. (laughs) This is is a real icebreaker at your your next barbecue. Your big head. (laughs) At your next barbecue, I got the best toilet paper fact for you. Man, did you know? As people are backing away from you. Look at the time. Look at it. No. So, all right, here Mm. is something. So, you know, we've talked about the cat eye, and no one did a better cat eye than Adele. Oh, she's really. It was magic. And I remember watching a tutorial on how to do the exact Adele eye. Yeah. But my eyes are not 30 years old. Right. And she's got. They're 53, 58. She's got big eyes. Yes. She's got got a a lot of territory. She's got a beautiful, perfect face for that. Right. All that rosy skin. Right. So, but now what's in. The reverse. It's the kitty, the kitten eye. Meow. What is that? Uh, see? All right, I'm going to tell you something. And it takes toilet paper to come up with a perfect kit and I because you don't use a Q-tip, you little biatch. Do you okay. really use toilet paper? No. 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 So here's the deal. So cat eye is very dramatic and extreme. Mm-hmm. But TikTok, apparently, the thing we refuse to put on our phone, but everyone else... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Does and has, and we might have to. I was thinking of what I was thinking when I was driving into work today of what it would be like when the machine came out, when computers came out, and like how people from my mom's generation, I'll never forget when the ATM machine came out in a bank, and my mom's like, that is ridiculous to get money from a machine. Why wouldn't you? Are you likening cash machines to TikTok? No, I'm likening oh. TikTok. You and I are not wanting to go there. Julia, to my parents not wanting to get go to the ATM machine. No, it is a, it is not a comparable <laughs> sitch, okay, at all. My this mom, is this is such an ADD explanation. Okay. You've so, just taken several. But everyone leaps. and their mother does TikTok, but you and I. All right, so let me just That's tell you something true. about TikTok. The kitten eye. So makeup artists. It's a subtler, more dainty, little just. Little just extension off the line. Okay, but you it's don't carry cat eye. No, I it's a kitten eye. Yeah, Julia. It's the TikTok face. Yeah, no. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. did you read the story about Madonna complaining about being a woman in the music industry? And they showed a picture of the young Madonna and the six-year-old Madonna. Her face shape has changed with the injections. She has gone from more of a square face. Yeah. And, well, I mean, the but thing it, is, but that's, her, it's two separate things. It's two separate things. Like, we could have a whole I'm just going to talk about her face. I know. But we could have a whole conversation about, you know, all the crap that Madonna's gotten over her career. 100%. Yeah. But if we just look at the shape of her face, how it has changed with the injectables and the cheeks. She has a Jay Leto face almost. <sighs> Julia, she wasn't friends with Michelle Pfeiffer. We came to the realization <laughs> that, what did she say again? You're going to do it. You can, no, you can either fight it. No, you can either, yeah, try and look young for your age, or you can just look great for your age. That, I love that you remembered that. And that is like a great quote. And she's trying to look like a junior high student young. She is trying to. I got to show you a picture because you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. But I, you know, the thing is, maybe she likes what she looks like now. You know what I mean? Because every, she looks through the, her eyes through her rich, rich, younger eyes. You know, she's, and she's fought it and she's made it to the top. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's a little age joke, Joy. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm but, just kidding, but I just... But, you know, maybe so. Maybe she likes it. She really likes it. So, you know, good on her. But, I mean, really, she has taken so much crap. and She, she really has, and I, was, I would agree. She really but, has, and she always just kept going, and that's just what we loved about her, and that's yeah. why I'll always, I always uh, stick up for her. But I used to want to be her, but now I don't anymore. I'd rather be me. Oh, 100%. No, but I mean... Back in the day, it would have been fun to live her life because she was balls to the walls. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was a great role model for women. Yeah. Because she went for it. Yeah. 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 But not anymore. 
Well, I mean, I think she is, you know, for herself She's, and people yeah. still like her. So oh, yeah. we just don't want to be her anymore. No. <laughs> there you go. There's, and, and she might like me better than you. Yeah, maybe Because I could yeah. relate to her children. That's right. Because Grant, Lori would always say Madonna would like me better than you. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no she would like you better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you get the twins? <laughs> oh. All right, Grant, what's happening in the traffic? Why are we giving you some share? Because... The songwriter, Diane Warren, um, wrote that song, and she is... Speaking out. She is talking about... I mean, she's... It's unbelievable how many songs you know that Diane Warren has written, but you don't know the name Diane Warren. Sure, right. Okay? The woman behind the... Behind the 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 scenes. That's right. And uh, her very, very first song that she wrote that was a number one hit was 1985, and it was Rhythm of the Night by DeBarge. Oh, oh which that was, we danced to that, that forever. forever. And she then she wrote Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Which was in Armageddon, wasn't it? I think yes. so. Yes. Yeah, and yes. that was a great hit. Great. She's been nominated for 12 Academy Awards. And and I'm sure that that Aerosmith song probably for that yes. movie. She's in the Songwriter Hall of Fame, and now she's about to release her debut album called Diane Warren: The Cave Sessions, Volume One, featuring different artists that are singing her songs. You know that we haven't heard before. Oh, okay, okay. And she kept seeing all these feature records. Like I kept seeing what DJ Khaled and Calvin Harris and all these producer DJ type of di- guys were doing with these records which is curating songs or records. And I go, why can't I do that as a songwriter? Right. So she talked to Entertainment Weekly about the story behind some of her songs. And we played, if I could turn back time, I mean, iconic song, iconic video. Right. Here's the story. Tell me. I love this. She said, uh, she told Entertainment Weekly this time, Warren, Cher hated it. I literally had to get on my knees and hold her leg down in the lounge (laughs) of a recording studio. I went to the studio and she was actually doing another song of mine. And I said to her, throw that other song out, throw out any other song you're thinking of doing, because the only other one that matters is this one. And Cher was singing songs that Diane had written. Okay. She's right up there with Burt Bacharach and Carol Bayer Sager and Carol King, prolific songwriter. And Cher said, I hate it. I hate this song. I'm not doing it. And I'm like, you have to try it. She says, I'm not going to try it. I hate it. So I literally got on my knees, held her leg down, and I go, I'm not going to let go of your leg until you say you're going to try it. (laughs) And then she said no. And I said, look, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. If you don't like it, you have nothing to lose. She goes, okay. And I paid for it, and I got my money back because as soon as she started singing it, she's like, you bleep and bleep, you were right. I love knowing that. Mm-hmm. If I could tell Yeah, and she just knew, you know, that this song was Cher singing it. If she right. could hear her singing, that she her voice would take it. So here's another song. Grant's going to play Okay, this iconic song. You but poetry, the words. Diane Warren wrote this song, and she said, I remember it was a Friday, and the director of Up Close and Personal... Which was a movie with Robert Redford and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, Julia. I saw it. Yes. Yes. Showed me the movie and told me what he was looking for. I came up with that chorus the next day. You were my strength when I was weak. Because in the movie... 
Robert Redford had died and he'd believed in Michelle Pfeiffer and had really given her her break. Mm-hmm. So it was a song about her to him. But then I thought of my dad. Goosebumps, people. Oh, I know. I'm I cry. thought of my dad because my dad always believed in me. And so I tapped into my dad when I was writing that song. I got goosebumps when I was singing along to it just now. That's a great song. Yeah, but we're not done with the story. And then Celine records it, Okay, and it became her biggest hit at that time. I got nominated for an Oscar for that song. And I remember, and remember, Diane Warren has never won an Oscar. She's the Susan Lucci. Yes, Yes. of songwriting. And she's had a million songs. And she said, telling Entertainment Weekly, I got nominated for this Oscar, and I remember that was... That was really one of the ones I thought I was going to win. Usually I just go and I don't expect anything. But that year, I really did think I was going to win. Right. I'm just going to editorialize because that is a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song. song. I took Clive Davis as my date to the Oscars. And then I remember being really bummed out afterwards. And we went to Jerry's Deli and ate two orders of French fries. And what is better than Jerry's Deli? I know it. Oh, so my gosh. I am shocked that that song didn't win. I I am too. But you have to. Can oh. you tell me the Leanne Rhymes one? Okay, so uh, get to find this song, Grant. How, How do, do I, I live? Because I love this song. Leanne Rhymes and Trisha Yearwood. Yes, she wrote that song for Con Air. Uh huh. The Nicholas game. I mean, that is a classic. Yes, it movie. is. She said, and it was, so I wrote it for Con Air, and it was done by two artists at the same time, Leanne Rimes and Trisha Yearwood. So I met with Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer, and he showed me the scene in the movie, and I went and wrote, How Do I Live? It wasn't really chosen for the movie yet, but I, I did run into Leanne Rimes, and I told her it was chosen <laughs> for the movie. Oh, and like we went this. in and did a demo, and then she went back to Texas and recorded the song, and they spent a lot of money on it. I guess Jerry wanted some changes, and Leanne's dad didn't want to change anything. I was just trying to explain, all you have to do is just make it different for the movie, and they wouldn't do it. So Jerry goes, is it okay if Trisha Yearwood does it for the movie? And I go, yeah, if I don't have to pull it from Leanne. And then, so Trisha did, how do I live for the movie Con Air? Then they wanted me to pull it from Leanne, and I couldn't do that. And everybody was mad at me. Until it came out and it was a hit for both of them. Wow, there's two different versions. Yeah. Okay, because remember what a dink Leanne Rimes' dad was? Because he was her manager, manager and she had to, whatever you do. Emancipate. Yes, when she was 15 or something. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear the song. It is a scandal that Diane Warren has won an Oscar for her amazing songwriting. That is a beautiful song. And look, Leanne has a career to this day because of that and Blue. And Blue. Those two songs. she was like 13. Yeah. I mean, she's had some other ones, but that is a a song that... And then Trisha records it. And I mean, so that's a great story. I mean, obviously, Diane Warren needs to write a book, Chop Chop. She really does, because this would be such a great book to read. Okay, Grant, we're going to have you get one more song. Unbreak My Heart. Unbreak My Heart by Tony Tony Braxton, Braxton, because we got to hear the story of that. So... Diane Warren telling Entertainment Weekly, that song started with the title. I remember just sitting at the piano and starting that chorus. I went and played it for Clive Davis. He was at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And I played it on a piano and he's like, oh, I have to have that song for Tony Braxton. You have to demo that right now. Tony didn't really want to do that song. She didn't really like it. But then she did it and she won the Grammy 
She probably likes it now. <laughs> it turned into one she has to sing the rest of her life, so I hope she likes it. Right. She probably hates it more than ever now. She's had to sing for the last 20 years. Sorry, but it's beautiful. Her performance was amazing on it, and it's just a classic. I love Nor. I like would like more of these. These. Behind the scenes of the songs. Yeah. From a writer's from a perspective. Yes. Okay, play the song. And then just getting back to the Leanne Rhymes yes. and Trisha Yearwood yes. for the Con Air and How Do I Live. Because I'm going to go home tonight and listen to the two different versions. Yeah, so Trisha Yearwood sings in the movie. Leanne had already recorded it and spent money, but she said everyone was so mad at her. Leanne was mad because why didn't she stop? You know, everyone was mad. Right. But both were hits at the same time. I love this. One on the radio. and One on pop or whatever right. they call it. One on country, whatever they, the two different. I love that. And she said, so everyone was mad at me and then everybody loved me. And I'm going to be honest, I love her loyalty to Leanne Rhymes. Well, songwriter, I bet you yeah. would. She spent money and she yeah. recorded it first and beautiful. And I love that. Anyway, but I want Diane Warren. She's really like a hello. Give, when is she getting her Oscar? Well, and I Give want her an a honorary book. Yeah, I want a book of the it. stories behind the songs. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one more for you guys that right. you talked about earlier. Oh, this song is Armageddon. amazing. It's written for everybody. Yeah, and I had no idea she wrote I Can't Turn Back Time. No. I mean, we just, wow. Thank you, Diana. And she also wrote one for John Legend. Yeah, That's and she the- always shows up at the Oscars. She gets nominated every you year. You will recognize she's, she's always in a suit. A suit, and she has spiky, short black, short black hair. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> this That's was good. fun. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Hollywood speak what is the meaning of this? We're going to do some Hollywood speaking from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, otherwise known as rich women, uh, really just sitting around in a pandemic looking pretty. Wow. <laughs> and was it ever. Ever pretty. Wasn't that the that, most beautiful setting for the The, the majority, launch party of um, Lisa Renna's lips. I'm glad Line. Lisa was making fun of the fact that she was launching Something a lip kit. In the in a, pandemic when everyone's wearing, wearing masks. a mask. Yeah. I... Don't like the phrase lip kit. I don't know why it bugs me. It's lipstick, but it's Kylie's lip kit. That's where that I mean, like if we had, I don't know, it just bugs me the term, like it's becoming a thing, right? You know, just I'm just gonna call I like to say lipstick or lip gloss, yeah. But I've got, I've got the most beautiful. Well, anyway, kit. the setup last night in the Real Housewives of Beverly Beverly Hills it was it was stunning. It was I would, stunning. I would it was Instagram worthy. They had a party planner plan a party for and their eight outfits, people. Outfits, their costumes are on a party planner for yeah, eight people. I mean, wouldn't that be decadent? Yeah, that just I mean, and it was so dressed. Cool. It yes. was dressed. Some money was spent. Um, well, all the travel budget. Yes, there they you said go. go ahead and have it on a party. Right. So there you go. Uh, so the show started off with I'm always amazed that Lisa Rinna keeps all these designer clothes in basically a, her garage, her garage in a plastic bag. In plastic bags, it's just like so. And she's got amazing Versace, Alaya. Um, just she's got some really good designer. Her garage is a great place to shop. And her daughters do the impromptu fashion show, and they all are wearing the same size. That's how skinny they're tiny. Are. They're all a zero. Yeah. Zero and tall. And tall. And uh, anyway, and Lisa's musing about her daughter, Amelia, that they really like this guy, A.L., who is very cute. And she said, and Harry would even probably okay those two getting married. And then she said this, and I quote, I can't say the same. Um, For Scott? It, 
for uh, for which guy? For Delilah. No, the other guy. The, guy, the other one is Delilah. She yeah. said, I can't say he'd say the same for Amelia. No. Like, why can't she be dating Harry Styles? Why the bleep is, she is it Scott Disick? Disick? I loved it. I mean. I loved it. I was just like, well, first of all, is it for followers? Oh, for, for, for her? For Amelia? Because Harry, you know, she doesn't have a chance with Harry. Right, she doesn't have a chance at all. But I would think the same thing if I was a mother of a daughter. Yeah. Why, oh, why, why are you not dating he? the loser? Why not date the rock star? Right. Why not date Why are you dating the, the guy with all the baggage? Right. With three kids in a very, very, very close relationship with his ex and the right. whole family. He's so... Intertwined with that family. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, so that means you're always, I mean, you know, poor. This is why he dates younger women. This, you know, because... Normal, he, he can, but also they're not questioning it. They're happy to be in Lord's pre- the sure. Lord District's presence right. or whatever. But he's starting to turn the corner on that. His beauty is fading. It is fading. You know, uh, after and, all, he's like thirty six. But I'm just saying season. that yep. you know, I don't know. So like Nicole Richie, she got sick or whatever her name is. Sophia Richie. He started dating her when she was eighteen. She just turned twenty two. Yeah, and she broke with him at twenty one because she realized he doesn't want to get married and having any more kids. No. He, he he's, he's wasting it. my time. Ex- I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time. I'm he's wasting, wasting my, my time. time. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, but I just I thought, whoa, Lisa, she's uh, she's uh, throwing throwing her daughter uh, under the bus to you know like get, I thought so to get yeah, get some action, but yeah. she does. I just maybe she hasn't gotten enough followers yet or something. But I don't get why Amelia is wasting her time. I well, am we with can't her mom. explain yeah. it. We can't explain it. Yeah, but oh, this her other guy is. Her other, her other daughter's, daughter's boyfriend. Dating. He's darling. Oh my! He's goodness. darling. Ha ha! Yes, darling. Yeah, way hotter mm-hmm. than Scott. Anyway, and then do, how about uh, how about this? When uh, Garcelle said to Dorit last night, when Dorit accused Garcelle of bullying her, Dorit, which when has that happened? I don't know. And uh, Garcelle said, "Oh, stop! Stop it right now! I'm not bullying you. I don't bully any bully anybody." You can stop it right now. I felt like all the other women wanted to really stand up and applaud. I I did too. Because that's Dorit sort of like she is one of those friends. I wanted to bring up the jobs you've been giving me over the past year and I've been putting it off, but I've just had it. You just jab at me. You you always say <sighs> things about me and then go, and everyone's thinking and thought about bubbles. We just want you to stop talking. Right. So we just start talking over you because we're so bored with what you're saying and everyone is sitting there watching her. No, Kathy Hilton watching was putting her. on her lipstick. I would I would start reading my phone. I know it. Gosh. Well, Dorit literally has nothing going on, but she had the she, the she had a great outfit last she night. She always has great outfits and great hair. I mean her What did you think of Erica Jane using M Effer? To Sutton in such a mean, vicious way, she reminded me of a pit bull. This woman is 
so unlikable and always has been, but it was covered up a little bit. But we are seeing her true. She is desperate. She is at the bottom of the bottom because, of course, she is going through some crap right now and owes a ton of money back to people that her husband stole. But she didn't ask him where's the money coming from when he puts it into her bank account. Yeah. So she's responsible. She is a terror. She is. And she would scare the living yeah. crap out of and me. And then eagle-eyed Twitter people realized that she was wearing the panther ring and earrings that she paid, because we were on this trip to okay. Paris, was $369,000. And it's interesting that she doesn't have to give that back right now when they when they took her assets. Well, this Remember, this was filmed last, right. uh, like, December. She would so wear before. those in public during all the, this going on. Because now they know it exists. Can I tell you the Panther yeah. Eye people on Twitter, the Panther Eye people on Instagram? Yeah. You and I did an ad for Sun Country, a video. Yeah. Talking about their great low fares yeah. and everything. So the comments are, Lori, you only have one earring in. Oh, yeah, I did. I had a sore earring that I had a sore <laughs> ear that day. <laughs> just, people are eagle eye. I they loved are. it. Panther eyed. Panther eyed. Not even ego. We're yeah. on the panther. ground. We're on all fours. Okay. But that ring was a panther, like this big, huge ring. Right. And then in the preview, I don't know, to me, the way Erica lashed out last night, and I feel like the walls are closing oh, in. Erica scares the... Hi. But the walls are closing in on her, and the reason she's acting so vicious is because she's acting like a guilty person. Right. Is to me. Right. Where she's lashing out. That's I would what agree. I see. I would agree. I see, like, because then she also said to the girls, oh, I found out, or whoever she was talking to, maybe, you know, I found out, Yolanda told me, well, a man is always going to be a man, and they're going to do what they're going to do. And she said, and I went home that night, and I looked at Tom's phone. He was asleep, and there was the evidence. I mean, it's like right out of dialogue, out of a soap opera. <sighs> and I'm like, Yolanda, that was like five years ago, honey. So five years ago. So you're telling me. And then she goes, she looked at Kyle and Kyle goes, why didn't you leave him that night? Why didn't you hit him over the head with the phone? That's what Kyle said, you know. And and Erica goes, just like a, she goes, what was I going to do? Um, Clean my own toilet and my own money. Do you know today is National oh. Toilet Paper Day? <laughs> do you know? Do you, you know, know how many I mean? sheets? I feel like she, how many sheets are in a row. She's painting <laughs> this. I'm like, girl, you don't strike me. She's as, terrible. As the person who would have just like, but you know, she goes, I was totally dependent on Tom. That's why I started building my career. And I'm like, no, your timeline is all fakakta, lady. You know. All right. But I did like the episode. All right. You know, and I like that Garcelle just said what all the ladies and put Dorit in her place. And now what is Dorit's storyline going to be? She better have a good outfit. You know? Wow. Just saying. It was. I know. just, I'm, I'm telling you, I can't stop watching that show because their hair and makeup and Botox and injectable and outfit game is so head and heels above any other show. Oh, yeah. I watch it for that. Yeah. Because I love the outfits. Yeah. And That's how about it. Kathy Hilton and her TV trays? Shades of my grandma. Oh, we had TV trays oh. all the time growing up. I oh. loved a TV tray. I, I, still I was like, Kathy Hilton and I, her TV trays. I, I like with Kathy three Hilton. scoops of tuna salad and <laughs> celery and, yeah. and Ritz crackers. And Classic. I know. It was good. All right. We will be right back. We are live from our studios.